Hello and welcome to the Tabletop Games Blog Digital Eyes episode. We were at the dawn of a new civilization. We didn't know it yet, but we were going to embark on an exciting adventure that would offer us a lot of new opportunities, some challenging times, and many new discoveries. It would take a very long time indeed, but we would not only master fire, but eventually reach the stars. We'd explore the world and stamp our mark on it. We were ready to make a reality of our plans and ploys by Stonemaier Games. If you like Tapestry, then you'll be interested in this first expansion. Plans and Ploys doesn't add completely new mechanisms and otherwise doesn't extend the gameplay as such, but it does add a couple of new things that will fill in a couple of small gaps in the base game, as well as more of what you already know. Also, please know that this article will directly name some of the additional civilizations, tapestry cards, etc. So there will be spoilers, but that's unavoidable, because I want to explain how the expansion makes tapestry feel more rounded, more complete. So if you really don't want to know anything specific, then don't read on. I have to say that I've played the expansion online only, but I do have a physical copy of Plans and Ploys, so I can attest to the component quality. I might as well get it out of the way. As you come to expect from Stonemaier Games, the components are very high quality, just like for the base game. The colour matching to the base game is pretty good, even though the new tapestry card's backs don't blend in perfectly with the original ones. Yet the colour mismatch is tiny and quite hard to see, but when you compare old and new side by side, you can see the difference. I don't think it's a major issue, but something to bear in mind. Let's continue with the new tapestry cards, actually. They add more interesting benefits, but they also add a twist to the trap cards, making them feel less of a sure way of preventing an attack. It's now riskier to play a trap during a conquer action, as the attacker might trap you in your own trap. That's nice and spices up that part of the game, allowing for some extra strategies and tactics. The new space tiles are also nice to see, giving you more of an incentive to try and get into space. However, the benefits of the new tiles seem to come a bit too late in the game, unfortunately. You basically get the opportunity to score 5 victory points every time you advance on a specific track, but chances are you can only use them once, because by the time you've reached space, the game is nearly over. It feels like it would have been better to just get a 1 of 5 points, but I suppose it's nice to try and time it in such a way that you can get more than just 5 points. The expansion also contains a corrected version of one of the space tiles from the base game, which is nice, so you can get rid of the misprint and avoid confusion. Plans and Ploys also adds a new civilization, the Aliens, which start with 4 space tiles so they can explore each income turn. That's really nice, because suddenly the space tiles are a more integral part of the game, rather than just something that you might be able to achieve at the end. It might be just one civilization that does it, but it's great to see. The new landmark miniatures also look nice on the table, but my gripe with them is the same as for the base game. Using them to fill territory in your capital city seems a bit of a waste, and some of them don't quite fit, making it hard to place them correctly. That's not specific to the expansion though, so if you didn't mind it in the base game, it won't be a problem for you in the expansion either. Landmarks play a bigger part in plans and ploys. There's a tapestry card that gives you a landmark, but there are also now blueprint cards, which are completely new. At the beginning of the game, the players draft one blueprint card each. Each card comes with a landmark, which you can place in your capital city at the end of your turn, if you've achieved a certain goal. There's a good mix of these cards, some require you to have the same type of income building in your city at a certain number of times, others need you to complete a certain number of districts or rows and columns. They all encourage you to fill your city and reward you with a landmark that allows you to fill your city even more. 
suddenly you pay more attention to your capital city, which I think is nice. In the base game, the points you get from the city never seemed enough and not quite worth the effort, but now it feels like a viable strategy to win the game. The expansion also comes with a cloth bag for the land hex tiles, round tokens that represent the landmarks you can get as you progress up the relevant achievement tracks on the main board, so you can quickly see if a landmark is still available, as well as more Automa cards, all of which are nice additions to round off what Tapestry has to on offer. There's one more gripe I have with plans employees though, but like with the landmarks, that gripe is also present in the base game. There's still a fair few edge cases where it's not clear how to interpret the rules. Some new factions have abilities that aren't clear, or that can sometimes be confusing when applied to specific game states. Yes, Stonemaier games has FAQs, but there just seem to be too many questions that aren't answered out of the box, and require you to look them up online. I know it's hard to playtest a game that it has this many different civilizations, tapestry cards and other variables. It's not easy to find every edge case, but I can't help but feel that some of these questions should have been spotted before the game went into production. It leaves a bit of taste in your mouth when you have built your strategy on your interpretation of a vague edge case, and when you finally pull off this amazing feat, the rest of the group denies you it, because the FAQ explains it differently. I know the rulebook for Tapestry, as well as Plans Employees, is intentionally short to allow you to start playing very quickly, which is something I love, but in reality it's too short and actually slows down the gameplay overall, and even a first player of the game. However, as I said, this gripe exists for me in the base game just as much as in the expansion, so if you didn't have any problems with the base game, you should be fine with the expansion too. Despite my gripes, I really enjoy playing Tapestry, and now that I have the expansion, I would never play it without Plans Employees again. There's just so many little additions that give you a much more complete and interesting game experience. So if you have played Tapestry a lot and really enjoy it, but feel there's maybe something lacking, then give Plans Employees a try. You shouldn't be disappointed. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games blog Digital Eyes podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode, as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me, and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening, and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay. And Shining Lights, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson and Tim Vernick.